a lot of us girls in the modeling industry are so intimidated of each other, which is so funny to me because every time I've ever talked to any model ever, I, I genuinely have never met a model that is different, but every single girl is just a little bit nervous, a little bit uncertain, you know, comes from That's a third so world country. You know what I mean? Welcome back to the Model Memo. In this episode, I chat with Kylie Harz. We discussed everything from how she became a model, her experiences modeling abroad, the New York City experience, social media, as well as living in the moment. So let's get the memo. Can you just tell us a little bit more about you and really just your modeling journey, where you started and just how it all happened? Yes, of course. I was born in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I was raised in a very religious atmosphere. You know, I was raised Mormon and I was raised in such a a bubble, uh, such an interesting place in the world, in my opinion. And I kind of, you know, went through school as normal, probably around 15 years old. I, you know, I just got kind of tall. I got kind of skinny. And people were kind of mentioning, they're like, you got to either get into sports or modeling or something. Like, use your height for good. And so I, you know, I never really, I have such low self-esteem. I was so shy, so quiet, so the idea of modeling or putting myself out there was so foreign to me. So like, I was like, no, I'm a, if I'm going to do anything, it's like basketball. I'm such a tomboy. I was like, I'll just hang out with the guys and, and play basketball. I was such a yeah. girl when I was 15, but I did eventually get scouted for, for modeling when I was about 15 at just like a local Utah kind of like runway show. And Mm. ever since then, it's been just big dreams, big thoughts. You know, when I started modeling, I was, it was right before the Me Too movement. So I was promised kind of a lot when I was really, really young. And, you know, when I was 15, 16, I was getting told that I was going to go to, you know, Milan and New York and all these places and to me, that was so exciting. And now I look back and I'm like, I'm really grateful I had that time to develop a little more, to grow, to graduate from high school, you know, to give myself time. Because I think once when my graduation came around, it was 2020, like, right? I was I was the COVID senior, you know, I graduated mm-hmm. from COVID and the entire world was kind of at that standstill and I was like well hey I'm fresh 18 now so like I'm ready to get out I'm ready to explore I'm ready to move from modeling let's do it but it was there was nothing you know the whole world was kind of stopped and so my mother agent decided to send me to Mexico City as my first placement and that was all fun and games. You know, I think Mexico City is great for developing. You know, prices aren't much, but at the same time, there's a lot of beautiful options for great editorial and stuff like that. Um, 
And then after Mexico City, and after a lot of drama and chaos of Mexico City, I decided to finally go out to New York. And New York, I was there for probably a year and a half total. It was a, a tumultuous time, if I can say the least. I am... Um, yeah. I it's New York has such a special place in my heart, but I tell people that the streets there are filled with the ghosts of my past or my exes or people who have just yeah. <laughs> it just done me plenty wrong in the industry. And so I'll always love and respect New York and visit out there, but I think my time modeling there at this very moment is up in the air and not really in my path but when I was living in New York I actually got signed in Milan and I was super excited because I've never been to Europe I never really traveled much you know I've never seen Italy I never really done anything like that so that was such a big step for me and I found that after the BLM movement and after COVID and everything the uh, focus in modeling shifted in a really positive light when it came towards diversity and plus size models and just really unique models. And, you know, I am so happy and proud that that's the way the industry is moving towards. But if you've seen me, you know that that's not me. You know, that's, I am blonde, I am white, I have blue eyes. I'm like, I I think that this has been a long overdue change in the industry, but at the same time, it's kind of weird to to see the trends go against you in a way. And so when I moved out to Milan, um, I noticed that, you know, unfortunately, Europe will kind of always be a little bit more conservative and classic in a way that my look being blonde, I I was considered the diversity in Italy. And mm. so it was it was really good work. I've been living right now, I'm kind of just living back and forth between uh, Utah and Milan. And I couldn't be more, I guess, content at the moment because I think New York for me was kind of like, okay, it really is kind of a make it big or go home to your hometown and think about it for the rest of your life type of situation. So I was really kind of sad and just, I was just heartbroken that New York didn't work out for me. But you know, when you find a market and I think that's something that I preach to girls all the time is like, you really have to find your market that works for you because Milan for me has been, an absolute game changer it turned my entire modeling career upside down and in the best way possible and so for me I'm just kind of happy with where I'm at in life I um I actually just barely enrolled at university even though I'm four years older than all of the um (laughs) freshmen at school I'm like you know I think modeling and I'm sure we all know this modeling is a very very big blessing and opportunity and it has given me a lot of just 
just opportunity to see the world in a light that I'd never be able to see it unless I was forced into this situation in a way. And it has allowed me to kind of travel and see people and meet people that I never thought I'd meet in my life. And so it's been number one biggest thing in my life and I've experienced so many things through it. But at the same time, modeling has a shelf life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Unless you're unless you're a Jenner or unless you're a Hadid or something like that, you're not going to really be able to push it and push it, push it when you're 30, 40, 50. You know what I mean? So for me, having an interest and a degree and my eggs in different baskets, basically, that was really important to me for forever. And so, you know, I've been having so much fun with the modeling world and fashion week and traveling so much but at the same time I'm kind of like you know what's what's next for life what and I can and that's the thing that's so great about I think modeling is the ability to kind of put it on hold for a second and go through other stuff or you know what I mean like yeah totally I I think a lot of models experience a lot of kind of like stress of being forgotten or missing a fashion week and falling, you know, falling through the cracks. But I've recently realized more and more that that isn't really the case sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I can take a second to get a semester at school or I can also do online school and do modeling. So I'm just excited. I feel like I'm a I'm a new woman right now I'm about to just become, you know, I'm about to become. And that's the thing as well is in the modeling industry, we experience, especially starting at 15, we right. experience kind of growing up in a world that is filled with um, sexuality. It's filled with demands. It's filled with not really having your own voice. You know what I mean? And just kind of, being a mannequin and being beautiful and shutting the hell up you know what I mean and so for me I've just kind of always felt like I'm like I'm hey hey I'll take advantage of that pretty privilege for as long as I possibly can but I still at the same time like hate that kind of um the stereotype behind models being just dumb dumb beautiful girls you know what I mean yeah it is so time we break that stereotype because I really I mean maybe a good one or two but I haven't met a single girl where I'm not just absolutely um speechless because of her intelligence or because of her self-awareness and also her paths and careers outside of modeling and so to me in this generation, it's like modeling has been such a thing of like advocacy, but also like just being a woman outside of that personality, you know, and I'm just, to me, I'm just excited to see where it goes. I'm excited to see where life takes me. I'm excited to see kind of what the future holds for not only me, but every model at this point. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, and I love, like, all of what you just said. I mean, it's so important, and 
your journey as well you've kind of been like all over <laughs> which oh, is incredible just like your journey has been so incredible within modeling and all of that Thank and you. absolutely and like you and I were on the same age we're three years apart but I think it's really interesting that we both started very young we both started at 15 in this industry and it's so true like you do in a way kind of feel like everything's moving very fast around you and you're like wow like here I'm you know and then 10 years fly by and you're like wow you know like everything just yeah. really happens so fast because this industry is the the modeling industry is so fast-paced um I did want to touch on really your own self-esteem and your confidence and I talk about this yeah. so much on this podcast this is so important uh-huh. so how would you define your own self-confidence but in general not only as like a woman but also as a model it gosh let me tell you it has been a journey (laughs) it has taken me years and years to finally become just comfortable not only confident but like comfortable with myself and I think for me you know I grew up super super stick thin like stick thin I had a lot of people make comments about I should eat a burger or I'm anorexic or or Mm -hmm. stuff like eating disorder jokes and stuff like that where I was just I I was at the age where I shouldn't even know what eating disorders were you know I'm like I'm 15 16 why are you guys just putting me on a cross about this and you know like I'm like it it, I definitely had really, really extreme body insecurities growing up. And even recently, you know, I've been able to, I think for me, being in the modeling industry was definitely a kind of outlet for me to feel a little bit more seen in that sense, because of the fact that you would go to these castings and you would see girls that were like, the same height and the same size as me. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that you guys existed. I thought I was just a creep, you know, or a freak. I thought I was the Slender Man and y'all were just small and had that big butt, big tits. Yeah. It definitely felt, it felt very like community for me to join the modeling industry and to see so many girls who were similar to me, you know? And that made me feel more comfortable within myself but honestly the whole journey of confidence was just completely me faking it you know what I mean I think a lot of the situations that I walk into I'm not confident about I'm not um, secure I don't know exactly what I'm gonna do or say if I walk into a party I feel I feel insecurity and I feel shy and I feel like, okay, what's, I don't know what's going to happen. But to me, the, the number one thing, and I hate this saying because to me, this never helps me, but faking it till you make it like there is an art in the placebo effect when it comes to believing in yourself and believing in your confidence and believing in your security can do a world's difference in my opinion because even like every situation I've walked into I haven't been certain of but I put on a face like uh, yeah whatever I don't care you know it's just me I'm just a girl you know I kind of walk in it, it this like kind of careless attitude yeah. and 
it I don't feel that way you know you see my pictures or you see me on the runway or you see me in person or stuff like that and I think that I have worked really hard to be able to exhume confidence but deep down I don't feel that way and I think that's really important for a lot of people to also understand is most of the people don't feel that way you know I I watch I watch so much of the Kardashians where I'm just like these girls are killing it like they look so good they're so beautiful they look so confident and then you watch their you know their episodes and you're like oh these girls were experiencing the same amount of security the same amount of like um just that self-esteem problem you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think that's the number one thing that we as females and people in society need to realize is that a lot of the people around us don't have any idea what they're doing and don't have any confidence in what they're doing and not that that's a great thing but at the same time you have to understand that you're not alone when it comes to walking into party and feeling scared or not knowing how you should feel. You know what I mean? Like for me, meeting a lot of people who, especially in New York, I met a lot of like celebrities and stuff like that, that I used to love and looking at them and meeting them, I realized how similar I am to them or how similar they are to everyone else of just being filled with those doubts and those insecurities. And so for me, that became such a big thing of being like, well, well, if Kendall Jenner is feeling a little bit nervous, then I'm completely fine with being nervous as long as I'm not, you know, portraying that in a negative way. You, you know, I can, people, everyone around me feels the same. And that's been a huge thing as well in the modeling industry because I think a lot of us girls in the modeling industry are so intimidated of each other which is so funny to me because every time I've ever talked to any model ever I I genuinely have never met a model that is different but every single girl is just a little bit nervous a little bit uncertain you know comes from That's a so certain country you know what I mean like yeah, totally. no one really walks into a casting and is like I'm the baddest bitch here I'm gonna kill this I'm going to do this and no one else is going to get it besides me. Every model feels that same way. And I think that that also has helped me with my confidence of just being like, okay, if you girls are nervous, that just makes me feel like I'm, I could be comfortable and we could talk about things and feel less nervous or become friends. And so I've worked, I haven't said, I can't say I've done my complete 100% job at becoming the most confident version of myself. I can be. But I'm definitely working on it. And that's what it really is about, you know? It doesn't matter how old you are, what you're doing in life. You just truly have to fake it till you make it because everyone else feels the same way that you do. Yeah, definitely. And it's, like, about confidence. Like, I feel like confidence is so, like, because a lot of people think that as a model, it's just very exterior and it's very outer confidence. But it's so inner. Like, that's, that's the thing, you know? Yep. And and there's so many times too, like where you're sitting at a party and you're like, I look awkward or I, I just feel <laughs> like I look weird. And then you just have to like, to me, I think the number one thing is realizing that people care about themselves way more than they'll ever care about you, really. If you're just some random at a, at a party or at an event, 
these girls or these guys, they don't care how you're standing. They don't care what you're doing with your hands. They don't care how you're dressed. They don't care what you say. They mainly care about themselves in this selfish kind of society. And that's something beautiful behind it because you can do kind of whatever you really want in a way and not have to worry about all the attention being towards hating you or making you feel insecure when really it's like that's that's been the number one thing for me is being like I probably look awkward but they're probably thinking more about how they look than how I look so yeah (laughs) I'm fine with that you know definitely no that's so true um especially in the modeling industry too because I think people think again like oh like everyone's looking at me but I mean no one no one is (laughs) it's so true I mean obviously like yeah, when you're on a runway or when you're at a photo shoot, yeah, people are obviously going to look. But a lot of people are just kind of in their own worlds, you know? Yeah. And no one's really, you know? Um, and that's just how it is, which I think a lot of people would probably think the opposite. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like, I'm thinking about it. And, like, if I was at a fashion show and there were models walking down, I would just be like, yeah, you killed it. Yeah, that's all I think. You know, like, if a model fell, I'd be like, oh, my God, poor girl. I hope she's okay. I hope she's not hurt. That's all I think. And I've seen so many models fall down on the runway mm-hmm. where they come backstage and they're like crying and they're like this wow. humiliating thing that's ever happened to me. And I'm hey, I'm sure as hell if I fell down on a runway, I'd be sobbing too. But like you have to you have to have the ability to step outside of yourself and be like okay, yes, we go through embarrassing experiences and that is that kind of um, ego killer inside of us. But at the same time, I, a lot of people I meet aren't observing you out of hatred. They're observing you out of just simple obs- observation or because they think you're pretty or because they like your outfit. And I think that's the number one thing I, I really have to work on and have understood for my confidence is that like, truly no one is looking at you in a hateful judgmental way and if they are then like that's their own problem you know what I mean right I try not to I try not to think about that type of stuff too much especially when I'm in the eyes of cameras so often and stuff like that where it's just like I have to I have to just focus on just making sure I do things right and if I don't so be it like this I just, I just, I'm also the type of personality too, where I'm just like, and whatever. (laughs) I'm so, so careless. And I'm just like, you know, if I did fall, hopefully I would look like hot or like hopefully I'll get (laughs) nip slip out of it or something good, you know? (laughs) Whatever happens, happens. Life is just, I think life is just funny and silly. And I'm just like, what, whatever, dude. I don't care (laughs) these days, you know? Definitely. Yeah, no, the carefree attitude is the best attitude to have. I'm um, trying this, so like, ugh, shit's crazy. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for me too, I feel like I've kind of just been like very, like, not like anti human, but just very, like, in my own world. And that's like the best space to be in, I feel. You know, it's very good to just take like self notes on yourself and like take good notes on yourself and observe things about yourself. And, you know, that's like my like most faint, like most favorite thing to do in my life is 
you know, literally just observe myself. And that sounds very like narcissistic and weird, but it's true. I mean, as humans, that that's, you know, I feel like it's good to do that. It's not bad to do that. It's it's good. Exactly. And and the ability to step outside of yourself and look at yourself from a different perspective of like yes. just another human. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. I think we have we put so much pressure and emphasis on our own lives and our own situations and it's like gosh girl if you could just zoom out a little bit a little yes. bit and see that you're just a girl on a floating rock and nothing literally nothing matters of course keeping yourself healthy doing right by others like there's a few keystones to being um a human being in this world but at the same time it's like if you just really step outside of it and look around, you're everything, this whole picture, this whole reputation you have for yourself, it's all going to die. It's all mm-hmm. going to So why not just have fun? Why not do what you want to do? You know, for me, it's just like, I, and these, these care, listen, these careless um, ideology is fun and games until you get yourself into near-death situations so oh my at gosh least, at least be cautious when it comes to your life but at the same time like there's been a few situations I've been in where it's like you know a random guy asks me to hop on a private jet and go to like Acapulco and I just say yes you know and really deep down I shouldn't have said yes but at the same time there's been a lot of what I'm trying to say is be self-aware, understand yeah. the situation, understand that there are plenty of evil men, but the <laughs> have so much fun with your life. You know, we're so young still. And it's like, take those risks and have fun and just like go out on a Tuesday or like buy that bag. You know, it's to me, Definitely. be, be responsible but have fun with it because we would at the end of the day this shit don't matter we (laughs) none of this really matters just be nice to everyone if that's the only motto in life really yep I second that it's so true you know especially nowadays I always say like social media is great but tuning to yourself as well it's not like the likes comments and the follows like I guess from a business standpoint of course but like when it comes to real life no you know there are no likes, follows, and, you know, like, comments in real life, (laughs) really. And it's also, to me, it's, like, what is going to matter to you when you're 80? To me, a lot of that is just going with the flow, having fun, stop taking life so seriously, you know? It's, like, it's, like, gosh, I'm so, so sick and tired of, like, women, you know, especially on, like, TikTok and stuff, like, figuring out the algorithm and then crying about it when they only get 10 likes and it's like post whatever the hell you want to post have fun with it like yeah do definitely. do what do what makes you happy and the likes and the comments if they want to follow they'll follow but totally don't let that be your deciding factor whether or not you're going to put yourself out there or not you know what i mean yeah like don't let it consume you because there's yeah it's so bad and yeah there's so many people like get consumed by that and they value their self-worth on all these, you know, artificial features on social media. And it's, you know, it's like it's sad, you know, it's sad because there's so much more to life than that. It'll just, I, I think it'll be interesting as well to kind of see where it all takes us in a way, you know? Yes. I mean? There's so totally much, agree. especially yeah. on like 
those filters i'm like i'll put on that bold glamour filter but then i'll be feeling real bad about myself when i take it off <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm like do these legs matter if i do not look like this at all in real life no yeah. it's just it's a the world's a funny game and that's kind of my 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 motto my kind of my thing is just how silly it is it really is all silly and we play these little games and tricks to kind of evolve ourselves or put ourselves a little bit more forward than others but at the same time it it doesn't matter deep down inside I hate to say it because I put a lot of pressure on my social media and my my friends and stuff like that but I think a lot of it is just ways to make ourselves feel more secure when that is just self-work you know what I mean we have to put those filters down and go to therapy girl you know what I mean (laughs) so yeah and I think that's too like you can never rely on other people to define your own self-worth or make yourself feel better about yourself you can never rely on other people or depend on other people for that because at the end of the day it all comes down to you and what you want and who you are and you know how you view yourself never mind what other people view you or how other people view you it's it's really you know yourself there's a lot of self-work I love like self-worth I was gonna say self-worth which that I guess applies to this as well but I was was about to say self-work I mean there's a lot of self-work books out there that are so incredible and just so beneficial for really the human mind and you know the female mind too I mean it's so amazing exactly and that's the thing as well as I think a lot of girls these days seek a lot of male validation Mm -hmm. I specific oh I was I was a menace in New York. I look back at those days and I'm like, girl, I wish, I wish you had some type of like person to tell you yes or no. You know what I mean? I had, I had really no guidance when it came to life. So especially modeling. And so a lot of my time, especially in New York, when you're young and when you're in a city like that, there's a lot of new attention and there is a lot of people inviting you especially with the promoters you know a lot of people inviting you to this party and that party and oh do you want to hang out with drake or do you want to hang out with playboy cardi or this or that right and it 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 fuels you because you feel important and you feel right. good and you feel necessary you feel like okay this person wants me to come out because they know i'm a damn good time and they want to hang out with me but at the same time i think that's that was really what hit me was how much I was kind of seeking validation and compliments and assurance from other people when I was pretty young in the industry that got me into a lot of trouble, you know? It got me into going out, partying every single night because I didn't know how to say no to a person, a promoter, or kind of like just along the lines of chasing chasing the clout or chasing relevancy or something like that where it's just like once when you kind of get to an age where you kind of slow down on that type of ideology and that mentality is when you realize how crazy fake it is and how stupid it is and how you had perfectly good best friends to your right and you chose to go out to the club because you thought that that meant male validation 
when in reality you're just being used for money anyways you know what yeah I mean? so I think a lot of it was just I saw a whole lot of shit of craziness of lies and thinking that that was love or thinking that that was people really really cheering me on and like giving me their support and so losing all of that really kind of shook me to a core being like I have to figure out what really is meant for me and my confidence and my happiness and I mean that journey has been a bitch but it's been a hell of a one and I I appreciate the people around me so much more and that's why that's I'm such a silver lining type girly like man you can you could do some crazy shit to me and the next day I'll be like well at least I learned this this new thing or at least I know now that blank 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 it's stuff like that where I'm like girl you don't have to silver line everything you know sometimes it just happens that's life yeah definitely you have to kind of see the beauty and everything and kind of be like, okay, I, I definitely learned a lot of lessons in the modeling industry that I'm very grateful for learning um, at a young age because it did allow me to just be more careful with myself, especially because and I'm a huge advocate for the fact that there are still a lot of predators mm-hmm. and rapists and offenders in the industry and I try to preach it as much as I can of just being like this industry and these people and a lot of people in cities like this are using you or are trying to take advantage of you and it's such an unfortunate realization but at the same time it's necessary kind of for a woman to know what's going on around her in order for her safety and so it's just been um for me I see a lot of the stuff that I've gone through a lot of the unfortunate and crazy stuff that I hated at the time being but I have become such an advocate towards young girls in this industry of just being careful and if if it feels weird it is weird you know There's so many people out there that a lot of younger girls in the modeling industry are like, um, I don't really know the, what's good and what's not good. And if I'm supposed to be sending my agency nudes, or if I'm supposed to be having sex with my agent and so on and so forth and there's so many things like there's such a power trip when it comes to the modeling industry and I have tried to become an advocate towards just keeping girls aware of the fact that this industry still is very messed up and it still has a lot of work to go so just be careful but also you know have fun with it and try to kind of be aware of your surroundings and who's around you at all times as a girl you know yeah no I love everything that you said it's so important so important to spread awareness and I love that you're advocating for young girls and women in this industry because these are topics that not many people want to talk about and not many people really understand or they don't really know how to bring up so um I thank you so much for really just being on this podcast and just sharing just everything that you've had to say Kylie because again like it's from such a candid honest true 
place and again that's such a rarity nowadays really getting a candid side of someone um so I appreciate you so much for just just literally pouring your heart out on this podcast and just showing so many sides of yourself I appreciate you so much thank you and you're you're allowing me you're giving so many models a platform to speak up and that's really important because that's not common you know and I think that the ability to make other people aware and share their voices and I really appreciate the work you're doing and not only are you just an absolute killer of a woman but you're also just such a queen and a mother that I'm just such a fan of yours and I'm so grateful that you wanted to hear my kind of perspective or kind of wanted to talk to me so thank you so much for allowing me to do this Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so important, just like what you said, to get models together because a lot of times a lot of people think, oh, models don't talk, models don't have a voice, but yeah. it's so not true. I mean, everyone has a voice, including models. I feel like models are the ones that have the most powerful voices, um, but unfortunately don't always get heard. So I think, you know, this is why I created this just for people like you and I. I love it. And I love you. And I'm so excited to see where you go. I love and I'm so you. To see all the work you've done and I truly from the bottom of my heart and so just enamored by you and so happy for you and the things you're doing and I'm just just your number one fan don't forget oh, that okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm your number one fan are you, I'm <laughs> of you. 